y'all. Welcome to the first episode of the Toxic Mom Podcast. Today we'll be discussing Malia Davis. Before we get started with that, I just want to let you know I created an Instagram page to go along with this podcast so you can follow along and look at pictures to kind of see what I'll be discussing each week. The Instagram handle is at Toxic Mom Podcast. It has the same picture as the one displayed on the podcast link. So make sure you go ahead and follow that. Again, it's at Toxic Mom Podcast. So back to Malia. Malia was born on February 6, 2015, and she was from Houston, Texas. I first heard about this case on on or around early May of last year. I was on a social media platform and I saw her picture pop up on my phone and she was missing. She had an Amber Alert issued out for her. The picture that they were using was, she was, looks like she was swimming. She had two pigtails in her hair. She had a half smile. She was wearing a bathing suit with the frozen characters on. Very cute little girl. And again, there was an Amber Alert out for her. By that time, she had been missing approximately a day once the Amber Alert was put on. So Malia was, has been described as a sweet, charismatic, vibrant young girl. She adored My Little Pony. She liked the color pink and she loved going to the beach. But child doesn't enjoy going to the beach with their family. Malia was last seen on April 30th, 2019, when she was entering her apartment with her mother's boyfriend. I did put that picture on the Instagram page. She was wearing a pink tutu and she was following behind her caregiver at that time. The mother's boyfriend's name is Darian Vince. For this podcast, I'll refer to him as his last name, Vince. And her mother's name is Brittany Bowens. And I'll just use Brittany for the podcast. Mom Brittany left the state earlier that day to fly out to be with her family since she had a death in the family of an immediate family member. So Malia and her youngest brother were left in the care of her boyfriend, Vince. On May 4th, 2019, Malia, Vince, and her younger brother were reported missing by Brittany after Vince failed to come pick her up from the airport on May 3rd. When Vince finally surfaced, he claims on May 3rd, he left his apartment en route to go pick up mom from the airport. As he was driving, he had to pull his Nissan Maxima over to check the tire, which is not unusual. Sometimes that happens. As he got out to check his tire, he states he was attacked by three Hispanic males. He claims during that attack, he was knocked unconscious and he was kidnapped. He woke up the next day and realized that he was on the other side of town from where he initially was attacked and his son was still there but Malia had been kidnapped 
that's what Vince is saying. So May 3rd, he's driving. He had to pull over, check the tire. And then that's when these three men come up to him and assault him and kidnap him and dump him and his son in an undisclosed location and Malia is not there. Vince claims that he was trying to get help from strangers, but nobody was assisting him. So he walked himself to the hospital, which was in Texas. And he arrived to the hospital on May 4th, around 11 o'clock p.m., pretty much almost May 5th. When he arrived to the hospital, he had a large bruise on his forehead that picture is on the Instagram page as well the police were obviously notified and they came to the hospital and took down his information now keep in mind earlier that day Brittany also reported him her daughter and her youngest son missing so on May 5th that's when the Amber Alert went out. And the Amber Alert was very crucial because Malia was considered special needs because she had sustained a head injury in 2018 while in her mother's care. That head injury resulted in her having to have surgery. Part of her skull was removed and she was having seizures. Um, there are pictures out there of her in the hospital at the time that this happened, but I chose not to post them. But again, they are out there. CPS or Child Protective Services took all of the children from Brittany's care in August of 2018 and did not give them back to her until February of 2019. So that's a significant amount of time to be without your children. So there was obviously an investigation going on to try to figure out what happened to Malia. Mom is claiming that she fell and that's how she hit her head. But clearly, Adult Protective, or excuse me, Child Protective Services didn't quite buy that story. So... Malia has two other siblings. She's the middle child. She has an older brother and she has a younger brother. So she's right in the middle. So all of those children were taken from her. Um, so May 5th, the Amber Alert went out for Malia. And one of the wonderful things about the state of Texas, they have a search team called Texas EchoSearch. I'm pretty sure a lot of you have heard of them. They've been used on very high-profile cases, and they were called in on May 6th, and they were going to be used to help find Malia. Mom gave an interview for the first time on May 6th, upset on television, pleading for her daughter's return. In that interview, she states, my spirit is so broken 
I feel so lost. I can't concentrate. I can't focus. It's so overwhelming. I saw the interview. She was upset. She appeared to be grieving. And, you know, at this point, they have no idea where Malia is. On May 7th, the next day, Malia's biological father, his name is Craig Davis, spoke for the first time. He also was upset and he was surrounded by friends and family. He stated, I can't control my emotions. I can't predict myself. I break down and cry. And it's very interesting because Again, Malia went missing, or excuse me, her last day that she was seen alive between April 30th and May 3rd. He is claiming he came to the house to check on his daughter and Vince told him that Malia was sleeping. He didn't really want to let him in because she had a cold and she needed to rest. And Craig, the father, uh, accepted that information and he left. No clear date of when he exactly went over there, but it was between the time mother left for her trip to see her family and to grieve and before May 3rd when Vince left the apartment to go pick up mom at the airport. So I just want to go back to that airport trip again. May 3rd, when Vince did not show up to the airport with the children, mom stated that she ended up calling a relative to come pick her up. That's how she got home. Just in case you were sort of wondering what happened, how did mom get home? That's what she's claiming she did. Okay, so on May 9th, the Nissan Maxima that Vince claims he was driving on his way to get to the airport was spotted in a parking lot in Missouri City, Texas. Nothing at the scene was found suspicious. There wasn't any signs of blood. There wasn't any evidence that something bad happened in the car. Brittany did arrive on the scene and appeared to be upset. Camera footage caught her crying and being consoled by people there. The car was then taken and towed out of the lot to be processed for further examination. Around this time, video footage started to leak of Vince leaving his apartment on May 3rd. He was seen on May 3rd leaving his apartment carrying a laundry basket and what appeared to be a black trash bag inside of it. But Malia was never seen leaving the apartment with him. It was just him and the laundry basket walking to wherever he ended up going to. They're assuming he was walking to his car. Malia was never seen entering or leaving the apartment after April 30th. 
so this is obviously now a red flag for people, especially the detectives and the police officials that are investigating what's going on. Mom has now hired a spokesperson identified as Quinnell X, who is starting to make television appearances with Brittany. And he stated that around the time mom left to go out of state, she had terminated her relationship with Vince. They were actually engaged. She broke off the engagement and Vince was very upset about this. Quinnell also makes a bold accusation that Brittany has suspected that Vince was also molesting Malia. So a lot of stuff is starting to come out. We have him leaving the apartment on May 3rd when he originally stated he left with the two children. We now have him on footage without the children. We have mom now not speaking to the media, but she has a spokesperson who has stated that the relationship terminated the same around the time that she left and that there's accusations that she suspected Vince was molesting her daughter. So a lot is starting to unfold here. And unfortunately, Malia is still missing. On May 11th, Vince is arrested and charged with tampering with evidence in relation to a corpse. Obviously now, the investigation is now shifting to a recovery mission since one of the charges is abuse of a corpse. That's pretty much what this is. Cadaver dogs had eventually picked up the scent of human remains inside the Nissan Maxima when they brought it to the forensic processing center. His bail was set at $1 million, but three days later it was reduced to $45,000, but he was not able to post it. Four days later, Texas EquiSearch started to focus the search for Malia's body in an area that Vince apparently was very familiar with due to his previous job with the USPS. And he reportedly told a family member it was a good place to hide a body. Now, that's all speculation. No one knows if that's exactly true because sometimes in these cases, people start to say things that aren't necessarily true just to get some airtime on TV. But Texas EquiSearch is reporting that somebody had said he made this statement. So they focused their search on that area for two days, but nothing came up. May 17th, mom does an interview on ABC 13. Around the same time, Vince's father did an interview on a YouTube station 
where he admitted that his son's timeline and story are, quote, far-fetched, but he believes his son is innocent and he calls Brittany a liar. On May 22nd, there is now an emergency hearing in Texas, a closed-door hearing conducted as to whether the remaining children should still be under the care of Brittany. I'll take you back to that August 2018th where she had her children removed. They were gone until February of 2019. And two and a half, three months later, her daughter is now missing and at this point presumed dead. So obviously there were some concerns here as to whether or not this mom was fit to render care for her two remaining children. So that happened on May 22nd. On May 23rd, Houston Police Chief Art Acevedo holds a press conference where he states, you could drive a big rig right through the tales the sky has been telling, referring to Vince. They are still actively looking for Malia, but again, this is now a recovery mission. Acevedo also states that close people, people close to the case are not cooperating. Malia's grandmother announces a couple from Lake Charles, Louisiana, will be donating $15,000 to the reward already being offered, which was originally $5,000, bringing the total up to $20,000 for information leading to Malia's body. May 28th, Quinnell X is no longer Brittany or her family spokesperson. He has removed himself But two days later, or excuse me, three days later, he goes on TV where he states that Darian Vence confessed that Malia Davis is deceased. Malia's death was a so-called accident, and he admitted to dumping her body in a ditch in Arkansas. So now the investigation has obviously taken a very sad turn because on that same day, crews mowing grass near an interstate come across a trash bag emitting a very foul odor in the state of Arkansas, and there were human remains found inside of that trash bag. June 1st. There is a visual held outside of Malia's apartment building where she lived, mainly attended by those not even related to her. You know, the community came and offered support. They wanted answers. Obviously, when there's a child missing, people sort of latch on and gravitate to that. So they held a visual on June 1st of 2019. And on June 3rd, the remains that were found in that trash bag in Arkansas were 
confirmed to be Malia Davis. So a very sad ending to her story. Her journey was cut very short. She was only four years old. And now there are some obvious questions that need to be answered. So let's start to sort of peel off the layers to this one by one. I gave you guys the timeline. Everything sort of happened within a month. She went missing on April 30th. Remains were found on the 31st of May. Confirmation on June 3rd that they were Malia. So a short, short time span here. Um, obviously very long for those that knew her and were close to her and the family, but really not that long. So let's kind of go back to May 3rd when Darian Vence is claiming he left the apartment. There's video of him leaving the apartment, but again, there's no Malia. He's holding a laundry basket with a black trash bag. Think about the last time you saw a four-year-old. Four-year-olds can fit perfectly into a laundry basket. She was never seen leaving the apartment again when she entered on April 30th. He left in the afternoon on May 3rd. His car was spotted on video footage in the afternoon, but then he is not seen or heard from again until May 4th at 11 o'clock at night when he shows up to the hospital with this very bizarre story that he was beaten, kidnapped, and pretty much dumped, and he had to walk to the hospital. So between 3 o'clock the previous day all the way to 11 o'clock, there's a very big gap in his whereabouts. He is also seen on the hospital camera being dropped off in the same car that he's claiming he had to pull over and check the tire. So the layers of this case are slowly starting to unfold and obviously it's not looking good for Vince. Uh, Let's go back to the mother. The mother allegedly broke off her engagement with Vince, who she does have a biological child with him. That's her youngest son. So now she leaves, and they're both allegedly very angry. He's left to care for Malia, who she is also claiming has possibly molested her little girl. If you watch her interviews that she's given on television, they are available. All you do, all you have to do is type in her name and you can Brittany Bowen's interview. I'll leave that up to you to decide if you feel that she seemed 
cons concerned about her daughter's well-being? Did she seem upset to you? Do you think it was an act? What do you think? My question is, if you suspected before you left town that this man was molesting your daughter, why would you leave him in his care and you were going to be gone not just one day, not just two, but at least four days? And then he's a complete no-show on May 3rd when you allegedly flew back in town, he was supposed to come get you and he never shows up, but you never report him or your kids missing until the next day. So that's a significant amount of time for a person to not report that your children even if you take him out the picture, your children, he didn't show up with your two young children, but you don't report that until the next day. So I'm pretty sure the detectives and all investigating this are pulling apart timelines just like the rest of us that heard this case. And so I leave you tonight with the question, is Brittany Bowens a toxic mom? Send me your feedback on the Malia Davis case. You can email me, thetoxicmompodcast at gmail.com. We'll chat soon.